Hi, and welcome to episode two of the Brain Jar podcast. I'm Blake Hawkins, and I'm so glad that you decided to tune in today. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you for your contributions to this podcast and your continuing support. And I really do hope that that each and every one of you continue to to listen to these every week. I will do my best to get them out on time, but <laughs> knowing how I am in my personal life, I may miss a few days or miss one every now and again. So I apologize if that ever happens. But um, today's topic is going to be one that really hits home for me and perhaps for many of you. Uh, so I hope you will stick around in, until the end to really digest all that I'm trying to to convey and all that I'm trying to teach. Well, anyways, today's topic is God knows. Now, I know that is a very, very broad topic and very broad title. Like, Blake, what does God know? What does he really know? Well, first off, God is omniscient, which is a word meaning all-knowing. Now, I could just end the podcast right there and be done with it, but there's a lot more to that than just God is all-knowing. For example, uh, a few questions that, that that do rise up when 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 somebody says God is all-knowing or God is omniscient is if God is all-knowing, if God can see everything that has happened in the past, that is happening now, and that will happen in the future, then why did he create beings he knew would sin? Why doesn't God stop tragedies and terrorist attacks from happening if he knows when and where they're going to happen? How could God allow so much evil to just exist? Now, those are some of the questions that many unbelievers and, and atheists and agnostics have posed for years, and none of them are really new. They all sort of center around the, the, the same ideology and the same topic that that people like me and, and different theologians have to have to combat. Now, I know it seems kind of contradictory that a loving God would allow such evil things to happen, doesn't it? I mean, if God really did care about his children and about his creation and about his whole being, his whole essence, that that, that, that he would go and create us, that he would love us, why would he allow us to do evil things and continue with evil things, right? Like, it seems kind of kind of weird and kind of odd that he would allow those things to happen. But let me explain to you why God does allow certain horrible things to happen and just bad things in general to exist in this world. Now, first, I'm going to make the statement, and this is going to be a very centralized topic and a very centralized uh, theme throughout this entire, in, in entire lesson, and that God does know what is going to happen when it's going to happen, and why something happens. God has allowed each and everything in this world to happen for a purpose, one that many of us cannot see. Now, God has allowed everything in this world to happen for a purpose, one that many of us cannot see. Now, I know if you're like me, you like having things in control, and you like being able to see the outcome of each and every thing you can do each and every circumstance each and every situation you like knowing what's going to happen well sometimes whenever we are in our life and sometimes whenever we are in our walk with christ or even just in our uh, even if we are a unbeliever and just living life you see everything that happens may happen and we cannot see the the outcome or we may not see the outcome of of, of a particular thing happening of our life but 
let's let's first tackle the 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 main question that that that, that was posed uh, uh, a few minutes ago. So, why did God create beings, namely humans, that He knew would sin? It's a very very hard question to 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 digest. If you if you don't know what you're talking about, or if you don't know a, a a good way to 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 reconcile why God would do something like that, I mean, God's the the embodiment of love and of mercy and of peace. So why on earth would He create people, create things that would harm other people, that would commit mass atrocities, that would do horrible genocide, that would do all these horrible and terrible things i mean it seems kind of stupid you know like god why on earth would you do that well god because he is a loving and a just god gave humans free will to make decisions based on what they thought was right god isn't going to force an ideology on you and he and he hasn't from the very beginning with adam and eve he never forced his way of life on somebody he's never done that he has allowed them to choose whether they want to do good or whether they want to do bad whether they want to choose his way of life or go and choose their way of life now he didn't want us to be mindless robots to do his bidding he didn't want us to just do whatever he wanted because what's the point of that you see, I was I was arguing with a with 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 an atheist a while back on on social media, and he he posed the question to me: If God is so loving and God can do anything, if God's all powerful, then why didn't God just create a world that had both free will and no evil? Well, after some further study and and some talks with some other other Christians, I found out that. God really did do that. He did create a world that had both free will with the freedom to choose good and evil and no sin. See, at the, when it, we can we can go back to the to the garden of Eden in 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 Genesis 1, in Genesis 2 and in Genesis 3. You see that was a perfect place that had both free will and no evil. See, Adam and Eve had not brought evil into the world yet. They had not brought sin into the world yet because God did not create evil. God did not create this sin that we humans do because if God did, then he's not God. God would not create something con- contrary or contradictory to his, his whole embodiment, his whole will. God wouldn't do something like that. God cannot create evil. Well, um, let's phrase it like this. God wouldn't create evil. God can do anything, but God wouldn't create evil. Because it says in the book of James, I want to say chapter 3, that God cannot tempt with evil, nor can he be tempted with evil. So if God can't be tempted with evil, then why would he create evil? God wouldn't create evil because he can't be tempted with evil. Um, he wanted us to find, or he wanted to find joy in his creation 
and he did in all that he created. If we go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. So God not only created this 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 free and this perfect environment for people to to live in, but he also created this world that he found joy in. You see, he saw everything that he created, from the oceans to the mountains to the to to the animals of the land, to the animals of the sea, to the animals of the air, even in his own humans that he created with his image. He created us using his image. Believe it or not, God took enough creativity to make you the way that he thought was right. Nothing in you, God wouldn't change a single thing in you. Because God made you just the way you are. See, God would foresee everything that would happen in the future. Even you listening to this podcast, ironically. So he obviously saw that uh, that humans would fall and sin. Yet, he allowed it to happen. Why? Because in order to allow his creation to have true free will to choose him if they wanted to, he had to also allow the option to choose to rebel against him. Let's dive a little bit deeper on, 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 that, on that subject. You see, if I, if I give you free will to choose good or to choose evil, and I take away one of the options, if I take away the, the, the option to do evil and I only leave you with the option to do good, is that really free will? Or is that just forceful submission? See, the same can be, can be true for the opposite. If I give you the choice to choose good or to choose evil and I take away the good and only allow you to choose evil, am I really giving you a choice? Let's say you're at you're you're at you're at the uh, the the dinner table with your family, and your mom says, "All right, so we're having hot dogs and we're having hamburgers for dinner. Which one would you like?" And you say, "Oh, I want a hot dog," but she says, "Oh, wait, we're actually out of hot dogs. There's only hamburgers left, but you can still choose a hot dog." Well, you can't really choose the hot dog because there are no hot dogs, correct? So you can only choose the burger, meaning you don't really have the freedom of choice there. Now, granted, that's not a very drastic or as drastic situation as this, but the 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 theme is still the same. The ideology doesn't change. God doesn't want for God doesn't want to force people to serve Him. If God truly is all loving and all knowing, He wouldn't force somebody into being His slave or doing His bidding. A bidding correction. God knew some people would reject his message of love and forgiveness. It's very obvious that there are going to be people that rebel. There are going to be people that want to say, I want to do something my way. I mean, you can even look at the, uh, the Satan, who is the, the, the Hebrew devil, or as, as we want to put it, Satan, or, or, or just plain devil. He rebelled against God. The Satan, which is how you say it in Hebrew, that's another little Hebrew lesson for you. Um, he said, no, I want to be as great as God. I don't want to be under God. I want to be God. And God was like, you aren't going to do that. So he kicked him out of heaven along with other angels that had followed the, uh, the Satan in, in, his, in his campaign to be God. 
See, God knew there would be people like that. There would be beings like that. God knew some people would abuse his plan of love and forgiveness who would sin regardless of what they've heard. God knew everything that was going to happen in the world, and he let all of it happen. Why would God allow things such as the Holocaust, such as world wars and genocides to happen? If God is so loving, why? If God is so loving, what gives him the right to do that? God has put on our hearts knowledge of what good and what evil is. And he has also implanted a need for something more than ourselves in our life and in our hearts. Certain people fill that void with God. They, they, they fill it with his love. They fill it with his compassion. They fill it with his word. They fill it with Christian music. They fill it with stuff that brings them joy and satisfaction through Christ. Other people fill it with the world. They fill it with lust. They fill it with greed. They fill it with all these different horrible things instead of the will of God and what he wants for their life. When people focus on the world, bad things happen. When people focus on the world, bad things happen. And that's why a lot of these horrible atrocities and horrible genocides happen is because people are too focused on the world to care about what other people think. For example, you can look at somebody like, like, like Adolf Hitler who thought so much about expanding the greater German Empire and, and making the perfect Aryan race and doing all these different things that he didn't even stop to realize what he was doing killing 6 million Jews in the Holocaust at different camps all across Germany. He didn't take, the sec, uh, take a second to stop and think about, is what I'm doing the right thing? God tugs on our hearts and does everything he can to help us choose the good in this world. But we reject him. Like I said earlier, God is not going to force you to do his plan. God allows us to do evil things and face the consequences. You can see it multiple times in the Old Testament where different races of people will do their own thing and God will allow them to continue their, their horrible thing and, and, and continue doing their, their terrible lifestyle. And then he wipes them out. You can, you, you can look to the very obvious representation of, of, of the killing of the Canaanite people by, by the Jews. God had allowed them to do their horrible atrocities for 430 years. And may I just say that their horrible atrocities were prostitution. They were having sex in, in, in the temple and committing a, adultery with each other. They were sacrificing their own infants to the god Molech, who th they all thought brought joy Whenever that was happening, they thought, oh, yes, let us sacrifice our children so our God can be happy. I don't know about you, but a God that commands the killing of people, commands the killing of innocent people, let me phrase it like that, is no loving God. God knew he had to put an end to all the evil things that they were doing, and he commanded the Israelites to, to destroy the Canaanite religion, not destroy the Canaanite people, but destroy their way of life, destroy what they were doing. But Romans 8.28 says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. For those who have their faith in God, we understand that there is a bigger picture that is being painted. Something bad happening now 
might affect something amazing happening for God a hundred years later. That's a very common, the- uh, not necessarily theory, but a very common ideology used by many apologists and, 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 and a lot of their apologetic movements. And that's what's known as the ripple effect. Something happening right now will ripple down into the future and cause something amazing to happen. We may not be able to see it, but God, with his omniscient mind, can see it all. We need not worry about what happens in this life, because for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who love God, all things work together for his good. A relative dying, you losing a job, your kid passing away. All these things may seem horrible now, may seem like God doesn't love you in this moment. But that ripple effect, that God will use what's doing, what's happening now for his purpose. And that we may not be able to see it or comprehend why something happens. But God will be able to know. God always knows what is going to happen in the future. Regardless if we ever figure out what happens or not. I thank you for for, for tuning into the podcast today. If you ever have any suggestions or questions about what I taught, please reach out to me on social media. I'll leave the the link in the description. Uh, And remember, anytime you need someone to jar your memory, please tune in to the Brain Jar Podcast.